0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Charlotte View. I'm your presenter, Daniel, and I'm here with your host, Claudia Pareko. Have you ever wondered what it would be like to release the biggest block holding you back from your strongest desire? If so, you are listening to the right show, The Secret Power of You, with Terry Christine. Throughout our highly viewed shows, you and all of the other high-vibrational people will experience an influx of inspiration, information, And love in a new and profound way. Just tune in, live or on demand, and share, share, share. During our show, Terry will naturally work with the energy you hold to resolve your deepest issues. Her intuition is used to sense your blockages and help you eliminate the source of your pain. As an intuitive mentor, Terry has mastered the ability to access her own intuition. This allows her to fully envision the struggle, hurt, fears, and anxiety you are currently going through. She helps you change your life by helping you access your own intuition. She has the ability to help you release the pain from the past, realize more clarity in your future, and to obtain a feeling that life is easy or even improve the income you want. Listen up. To all listeners and followers of Charlotte View Quantum Network, Terry has put together a special package with two options just for you. You ask and we listen visit charlotteview.net look on their monthly shows click on terry christine tab and scroll down to endless possibilities this is what you want and will give you results during this segment learn more about the blocks you take in and the secret power of you call in and shift your own energetic blocks and allow room for a more deserving you to join terry through her one-on-one coaching her six-week online program Or her group clearings, please contact Terry Christine, www.terrychristine.com, that's T-E-R-R-I-E-C-H-R-I-S-T-I-N-E.com, or find her at Facebook, at Terry Christine. Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays at 12 noon EST, join Charlotte Mew and listen to our shows, by programming your alarm to never miss a show. We have your answers. Go to www.charlotteview.net under Monthly Shows. Now, discover with us The Secret Power of You.
1: Thank you, Danny, and welcome everybody to The Secret Power of You. You might sometimes think of yourself as something or someone, or you have an explanation of who you are. And then life surprises you with changes in unexpected new areas of your life that oh, puts you like in front of a, of a mirror where you see you have all of these powerful things that you weren't aware of, almost like they were secrets but they come when you need them, and they just uh, make your life grow in a way that was unexpected to you. And sometimes this happens also in our love life. We find ourselves in challenging situations or new situations or situations that we are just tired of being there um, one more day. And we don't know how to get away from that or how to get in contact with this secret power that can make our love life extraordinary or even better than extraordinary. And that's why Terry Christine is here with us. Today, we're going to talk about the blockages around love. And as she said before we started on air, Love can be in many areas: love for yourself, love for another person, love for your co-workers, love for your work, love and love and love. So Terry, welcome to us, see um, you. and first of all, we love to hear about you, what you've been doing this month, and what are the fantastic? offers that you have for our listeners today.
2: Hi, Claudia and everyone. Thank you so much for investing your time and being here with me and Claudia and everybody else that's here holding this space together as one. So thank you. Wow. You know, I'm constantly evolving and growing myself. And so over these years, I have an active practice as an intuitive life coach for over 11 years now. And my high-level program is a one-on-one, nine-month intuitive development program. But that's just one-on-one with people. And I've done that for over five years. And I've supersized entire lives so that they know their answers, they trust their answers, they supersize more abundance and fun and adventure and all of that. Um, However, I've had more and more people come to me asking me for group work. You know, it's a different um, platform and, you know, you're coming together as as a bunch of people together to work with like-minded people and myself as the trainer. So what I'm doing is I am starting on June 19th, that's Tuesday, June 19th at 630 Eastern Standard, a 12-week course that's a weekly course to... Uh, train you into connecting more into your intuition. So that's the intuitive or group intuitive development course starting June 19th. And then also every other week I'll be clearing all of the limiting beliefs that are holding you into connecting and trusting your own intuition and your own connection to source. So every every other week you get the training and every other week you'll get the clearings. So it's not just training. It is supersizing you into all that goodness and juiciness that I talk about the second Friday of every month, and I'm really teaching you live in a live course. So again, starts June 19th, uh, 2018 at 630 Eastern Standard for 12 weeks every week. And then I know you and I have been talking, Claudia, about my book for many months now, and I've been trying to launch a new website that will be launched in the next week. And along with that, I will have my book, The Secret Power of You, on Amazon, on June 19th also, oh, my God, June 19th is a special rock and roll day. I didn't realize those two days come together. And, you know, if you're into numerology, 9 plus 1 is 8, and 8 is my power number. Or, excuse me, not 9 plus 1, but 9 into 1 is 8. Sorry about that. I'm so confused. <laughs> it's a power number. <laughs> People are going, huh? Huh? <laughs> So I've, I'm launching my book on Amazon, and I am also doing a group intuitive development course. But there's always some something fun and exciting. I still do PowerStream, which is a live online group energy course, the first of every month. And then I do one-on-one coaching, and then I'm here, as I said, the second Tuesday of every month. So thanks for asking. I'm so super busy.
1: And we all are super busy. It's it's for some reason you feel like, okay, summer, we're gonna relax, let's get a little bit um ease ourselves, our lives of things to do. But oh boy, are we having a lot of um things going on in the metaphysical world, all of these energies that we're feeling, all of these blasts of light. It's really making us a little bit uncomfortable, and sometimes we feel lonely, and of course when we do, then we think about love, having love in our lives, and all of that, so that is the topic of today, you can help us beef off our love life, so how do you do that?
2: Yes, so the topic, as you said, is beef up your love life. And when you think about it, as you reflected upon it at the beginning of the show, Claudia, yes, it's about loving everything, loving yourself, loving your body, loving your money, loving your job, your coworkers, your career, career, your family and friends, and all of that. So what uh, I've learned over time is that, Sometimes, actually, let me tell you a little story. I play the love game. This is what I do. I tell everybody I love them, everybody, from my mail delivery person to the person that bags my groceries to anybody that's holding up a door, open up a door for me, anything like that, you know, the gratitude. But instead of saying thank you, I say I love you. (laughs) And, you know, I have to say, I get a 50-50% That someone will respond in in another, I love you, or they just laugh at me. But what I'm doing is I'm playing that love game. It's that I'm sharing the love so that people can feel free to say and receive, right? To say, I love you, and to receive that, I love you. Love is not just the moment that you're sharing with an intimate partner or your child. Love is to love all of that is within you and around you. Love is to be more appreciative of everything that's within you, who you are, where you are, what you are. And so I've decided that with this particular topic, I really wanted to supersize all of that love for you. Everything and every ounce and every thought that you feel like you're stuck in receiving or giving love, I want to help you shift out the past and live in the present with more of that. We all truly want that un- undivided, uh, unconditional, big ball of energy, which is called love. And in order for us to have more of it, we have to allow ourselves to receive more of it, and we have to give more of it. And it's not about doing any physical work. As I was able to share with you, you know, just telling everyone and whoever is in contact with me that I love them. I love them for who they are. I accept them for who they are. And when you're living in that space, that ebb and flow of love is more free-flowing. Um, and so if you're the type of person, as I told that story, that you would laugh at me after I said, I love you, think about what it is that you're laughing at. Did the fact that I said I love you and you don't know me make you feel uncomfortable? Or the fact that I said I love you and you've never had anyone share love with a simple gesture of holding the door open? But you can receive that, and you can have all of that and more. Find love in everything you do, and that's what I'm going to be working on with you today, is clearing all of that fact that you struggle with receiving it, such as laughing at someone holding open the doors, they say they love you instead of thank you, or being able to say I love you to someone else, the person who's bagging your groceries she could be having a really uncomfortable moment at home and she may not feel any love, but by you sharing that, and she's begging your groceries, she's gifting you her energy to do that for you. So your groceries come home, you know, in, in the way you bought them at the store. And then for her to receive that, you could totally be making her day. So just the thought for the day. So when you, finish the rest of your day or even tomorrow, start thinking about how you can share more love to everyone around you by simply either saying it or receiving it. But if you are, again, struggling, this is your show. Because I clear all that stuff that's keeping you from being able to say, I love you back or say, yes, thank you. It's so awesome to have you around. I love you. I mean, it just the ebb and flow of it. You know what I'm saying, Claudia? Every time I talk to you, I always say well, at the end, I love you, because I do. Everything you do for everyone around yourself, your family, me, and the people on this show that come into listening. Right? And
1: Yeah, and thank you for that, because I do love you, too. I, I I love the time that I spend with you. It, it's it's just uh, so energizing and happy and and yeah, I I and definitely love you back and love your show. I love the, the, what everything that we do here together. Um, Thank you. Guess, you know, it, there there's there are times in our lives that even though someone is telling you I love you, there's this resistance that you feel inside of you that you were talking about. And we have um, a comment in our chat room that says, wow, this is exactly me and my boyfriend. He is madly in love with me, but I don't know how to let him in. I freak Mm. out the day he told me I was the one. I feel like I have walls that prevent me from loving back. I feel numb. I know his love is wonderful, but it's hard for me to accept.
2: Mm -hmm. So what's her first name?
1: Her name, she goes by Anon,
2: A-N-O-N. A-N-O-N, Anon, 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 okay, I'll get that. So sure, I got that, okay. Um, I was first picking up a, a little bit of a dad block, but then it has a, a God block attached to it. And so, you know, I don't think I've ever explained how I see energy in these blocks. So what I do is, that way she can understand, and then I'm going to go into it a little deeper for her and clear that. So what I do is I have these three main questions that I ask myself when I'm connecting to someone's energy. So as an intuitive, I just don't connect to any Joe Schmo walking down the street. You know, I do when someone comes to me and says, tell me about me, or help me find that answer, or what do you think about that? That's opening up the door to your energy. So then is about the time that I step in or I'll connect. So on the show, I connect to everyone because they're asking me. And so in this case, as I was listening to Claudia read what Anon was experiencing, I asked one question, who was the strongest block created? And so there's this way that I see mom energy and then I see dad energy or God energy. Those are the three major blocks that people have. The, the third, fourth, and fifth ones are a block by someone else or something else. Those are not as prominent, but in this case, it's dad with a with a hook of God. And so here's this here's a scenario. This doesn't necessarily mean it happened to the caller or excuse me, the person writing in, but the scenario with a dad with a hook of God means that. You have parents that are very interactive, may, one may work, one may stay home, may even just have one, one parent. But in this case, let's talk about two parents, one that's they're both working in and out of the house, and they come together in the evening cooking dinner, and they're sitting at the table with the family. And then there's the little girl who's sitting at the table. And so if the interaction is that, and I've had this, actually, it's written in my book, where this little girl, she was an um, only child, that the mom would stay home and play with her her and work with her and take her off to school, and the dad would come home at night. But when the dad came home, then he would be a little interactive with her because mom was all day before dinner. And then at dinner table, she was supposed to sit back and allow the two parents to communicate. So she was taught to wait your turn. So over time, as she brought this pattern into her career, she was a leader in her industry. It was in the golfing industry, and she was a, a supervisor, but if you know, most of the time golf is with men, but she was a golf pro working um, the circuit and um, this particular company, and she'd had meetings. They were all men, and so just her, and then what would happen is that, and not because it was just men energy, but because she was taught to wait her turn, she'd start the conversation in the meeting and then they'd go around and they would all start interacting, but then they would pull away from her. And she didn't know how to step back in because she was taught that she had to wait until she was addressed to be able to pull her energy back in. And so she thought that all of the coworkers were um, discounting her and making her feel like she wasn't important or not even in the room when it was simply her limiting belief of her parents and her dad specifically that the male energy that was teaching her that she can't speak at a certain time until she was asked to present herself. And so there she was struggling in her career in being able to control the environment around male masculine energy when she wasn't asked to come back in. In itself with love can keep you from being able to have the ebb and flow. It's that subconscious state that keeps you from allowing yourself to feel like it's easy or, I mean, because in her case, she was already a leader. She was a pro um, golfer. And then to feel like she wasn't being um, addressed as a manager, and it was only because of that subconscious limiting belief. Once we cleared it, then she went into every meeting, and she was able to interact, control everybody when it came to answers and getting it back on track with the topic and then concluding that, and then it would come back to her for more additional work or answers. But you see how the subconscious can be ruling your world in any form of of love, because she absolutely loved her job and her career, but it was the co that she felt like, oh, what are they doing? They don't really love me. They don't really think that I'm important. And it was really within the subconscious and the program pattern that our father created. So you see how something simple, it does not have to be a physical or emotional interaction with a parent or anyone else for a limiting belief and block to be created in the subconscious. It can simply be whatever the child is deciding in that time and space, what they didn't get or what they want, meaning they want more of something and feel like they have to really work hard for it to get it. And then here you are in your career, and you're always fighting to get what you want. So you see how those patterns can be created. And I always tell people, please, when you're thinking or being triggered by your limiting beliefs and blocks, it's not really what is happening right in front of you that is the cause of that limiting belief and block. It's actually the trigger that's bringing up the feeling or the emotion that's in your subconscious for you to see it right before your eyes. And then it's you're giving you the chance to heal from it, to forgive if you need to, but not to someone else or to let go of it because that story no longer is ruling your world. I talk about limiting beliefs and blocks just like um, a contract to a house. You know, at one point, uh, either your parents or you have purchased a house and you sign a contract to buy it. That house is just perfect for you as you step into it, for how many bedrooms? Let's say it's three bedrooms, and it has a garage, and it's so perfect, and it's only an hour from, or half an hour from your work, excuse me, half an hour from your work. And then you're living there, and then you get married, then you have three kids, and you see you're starting to outgrow the house. Or maybe you get transferred to another state, and you can't live in that house anymore. So when we sell the house, we sign a contract, and we sign out, and we let it go. It's free now. We're separate from the house. However, the limiting beliefs that you take in when you're little between that giver or that interaction, you're signing into it. You're owning it. You're saying, I have to have it, or I don't want this, or I'll never be able to get it, and you own that feeling, And then as you're getting, growing older in the 20s and 30s and beyond and people are triggering you by that subconscious feeling, you never contracted out of it. You still own it. And so that's why people get a little confused by the emotional aspect of why it's coming up now and why it didn't come up then is because you still own it. The subconscious is just like a Look at it as like memory foam. You know, you step in and then there's your foot, but it doesn't come back up. It stays like sand, right? And you're walking in it and you're picking up these things just like I was explaining on the limiting beliefs. Now they're embedded or super glued or programmed into your subconscious. And that's why most people don't remember because it's so long ago, usually before the age of seven. But what they do remember is that here you are being triggered by maybe something I'm saying here on the show or a, a coworker earlier in the day or when you're driving home and there's um, traffic and you're getting triggered by these things and you're getting irritated or angry or frustrated or you feel stuck or lonely or lost. You know, those times when they're triggering that feeling, it's a time to go, whoa, 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 whoa. hold on. How old was I when I felt this feeling last? By whom was I with, or with whom was I with, excuse me, and what happened. And then if you clear your mind enough, you'll be able to trigger that emotion or that feeling um, or even the, the thought, the memory of it. You know, you might be able to see it in your head and say, oh, my gosh, it was that moment that I fell out of the tree and I cried and cried and cried and nobody came for me and I always felt like I was abandoned and I don't know why. So you see, those are moments that can help you. And, you know i I talk to many, many people uh, on a daily basis, actually. They come to me in various different parts of the world and in various different parts of their life. And when they're coming to me, you know, I have them hear them saying, "You know, "Oh, I've got this mantra, oh, I'm reading this book, and you know i'm I'm doing my my meditations before I go to bed, and nothing seems to work." Well, you're not connecting directly to that limiting belief. So there could be some disconnect to your own intuition. There could be some disconnect to trusting source, God, light, whatever you call it. Or disconnect is not really putting the pieces of the puzzle from when that limiting belief was created to where you are now. And that's why I always suggest don't stop. Keep going. Get the answers. Because even though you may not be able to put the pieces of the puzzle together, someone else can. Just like an intuit, intuitive, such as myself, where I can see the story in my head. So I'm clairvoyant, I'm and I'm clairsentient, which allows me to hear, feel, and see. And so when I'm connecting to people's energy, oh, hold on, I'm getting raised to these. Oh, I am so sorry. I felt it bubbling up. <laughs> And so when I connect to people's energy, it'll um, being clairvoyant and audient and sentient allows me to hear, feel, and see. So in my head, I'll see a movie or I'll hear full-blown conversations or sentences or words in my subconscious or conscious state, you know, in my mind. And then I'll feel it. So when I talk to people, and I know I've experienced this on this show, Claudia, is that I'll say, I know I'm on top of this. I can feel it. I know I'm right. Because over time, as I've been able to um, utilize all of this on-the-job training, (laughs) which is 11 years of of practice, that um, I have asked the universe to connect me to the absolute truth. I want to know just the truth and nothing but the truth. And when I'm right on top of what I'm picking up on someone's with influence energy, I feel this sense of like, yes, you know, when you, get, when you get a lottery ticket. I don't know if anyone's, even if you get a $1 lottery ticket, the winner, or you're gifted something that you wanted, you're like, oh, yes. I have that same feeling when I know I'm connecting exactly into someone's limiting belief and block, or I feel it of relief, like I got it, right? And so as I'm picking up on it, then I'll do energy statements within that to help shifted out of the energy within your subconscious now people don't really know exactly what that means we are all energy even though you look in the mirror and you see yourself as something separate from a reflection you're just different type of energy it's dense energy that causes the form of the cells and the body and the structure but well, we know, if many of you are following spirituality or watching some YouTube channels and some other intuitives, that it's scientifically proven that our thoughts, which is thought, is, it, look at it like a puff of smoke that comes out of your physical body, and it forms into this collective consciousness, which is the energy all around us. And so your thought will puff out and then form into the collective consciousness, And so that's why when you have a thought about how thirsty you are, you need to make a phone call when you get to work and you're driving to work and you're saying to yourself, I'm going to take my coat off or put my purse down and then I'm going to grab myself a bottle of water and you walk in and one of your coworkers says, hey, I was just in the kitchen. Do you want an extra bottle of water that I just grabbed? That happens quite often with with people because they're, Focusing on a particular thing that they want, they're letting go of the end result and saying, oh, I'll just get it when I get that time or space, right? When I get to work or when I when I get to the refrigerator. And then someone else picks up on that thought process. And then that's how that works. It's all energy. And so when we're wanting to beef up our love life, where is it that you feel that you may have a little stuckness or resistance or frustration or lack and so when we talk about beefing up the love life again it's not just about an intimate partner but i hope that most of you are wanting that too but you could have this amazing partner or someone you just stepped into in a relationship and you want to spice it up a little more but really about loving you remember about holding the doors open and and telling the person you love them for doing that and bagging your groceries and then even when, you know, anything that you would feel like you want to say, I thank you, just simply say, I love you, you're amazing. And the person will, woohoo, right? So it's really about honing in into any limiting belief wrapped around that love mechanism, you know, of what it is you want or feel like you're stuck with having. So let's go back to Anon, Anon, Eno Eno. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I know it's A-N-N-O or something like that. But when it's picking up the dad and picking up the caveat of God. So, oh, I got off the beaten track. So when you pick up a limiting belief wrapped around dad and it didn't make you feel right, and let's say your parents were really groovy, meaning they communicated with you and they chatted with you and they um, made you feel like you were part of the family, and then dad might have said something randomly about go clean your room. Your mother told you that a couple of times. If you don't do this, I'm going to really be angry. And then the child goes to a room and says, oh, my God, dad's never talked to me like that. Oh, my God, he's not going to love me anymore. This can't be him. He's never been like this. This has got to be God or swords or light, whatever, we're going to label it God for this in this particular case. And some people can say, well, you know, I God is like from the Bible and I didn't really have that kind of upbringing, but the upbringing that you did have the majority of us are told that God created the birds and the bees. We hear it in our family setting. We hear it from our grandparents and we hear it from society. And if God created the birds and the bees, God created me. And so here a child is thinking, well, if God created me, And my parents are so great and groovy, and my dad is really angry, so it can't be dad. It's got to be something else. I know I've not done anything wrong, so it's got to be God. And that's why a person can pick up a limiting belief, one experience, but two different, let's use the word entities, energy bodies, God and dad. And in this case, she's picking up both, it's dad with a hook of God. So why would God, why would dad do that? Why would um, you know, or dad's doing that? Or why would God why would God be like that? Why would God do make my dad do that? Why would God that that kind of thing? Are you with me, Claudia? Yes. Okay. okay. So in this yep. So in this case, um, hold on. Let me get her uh seven.
1: Oh, by the way, she did wrote yes. that her dad was absent.
2: And that's okay too. I I love I love, love 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 when people add that to it because there are a lot of limiting beliefs that are created when there is an absentee parent because one parent is trying to make the difference or then there's a subparent meaning uh, a stepfather or stepmother and then there's that God part. Oh, so similar here. So I was just picking up the age. It was literally around the four. It's right at four for her. So right at four, maybe it was around the time that her dad was leaving or the dad and mom started arguing and they started separating or really fighting a lot. And then as dad leaves, then why, why does my dad not love me anymore, God? God, why is my dad doing this, God? And there's the caveat part or the hook to the father, then the father not being around, and then the God hook of saying, you know, God, I wish I had. Because what a lot of little girls also, and little boys too, is that they'll go to school and, you know, it's a half a day. And a parent is picking up all the kids, and the little girl is seeing some of the girls being picked up their dad. And then she's looking at it, and she's going, oh, look at that. I wish I had that. God, why don't I have that? God, why am I the only one that doesn't have something like that? Mom's picking me up, but why isn't Dad picking me up? And so there it can be built stronger and stronger based on that limiting belief. So let's go ahead and clear that so she can feel safe. That's really, truly what it is. She can feel safe in the arms of her man, of her partner, and feel that the love that she so feels that she wants to truly own and operate can be hers, is hers, all of that is hers and more. And I was just picking up something as I was saying that. Um, Hold on for a second. It was like a... It wasn't, it's not that it wasn't enough, but that she doesn't feel it as being enough. Ooh, I just felt that. <laughs> about feeling it being enough. Will he always really love me? Does he really, true me, truly, truly dig me so deeply that I don't have to worry about him leaving me or abandoning me or running off from me? Ooh, there's some stuff there too. So there's the trigger between the dad, the abandonment, and God, and that she feels that safety within God and the connection, the full connection to God. So anywhere and anywhere that's keeping you from feeling fully connected, connected to source, the source that's got your back, the love that penetrates, the love that flows through, the love that moves through with ease and grace, effervescently through your physical being in your heart and your mind and your body and your spirit. Uncreate, transient and vaporize across all time, dimension, space and reality everywhere and anywhere that's keeping you from knowing the true essence of love. Allowing yourself to feel it and see it. Allowing yourself right here, right now, right here, right now, to receive unconditional love in you, through you, in your heart, deeply to you, knowing that this is it. This is the real deal, the moment that you've been asking for, and now it's time to step in. Step in with trust, ease, grace, comfort, love, feeling the full-blown essence of feeling connected, knowing connected, wanting to receive connected, connectedness, being part of that connectedness, being part of the decision, feeling part of the decision fully owning and operating this decision, feeling happy and alive within this decision, knowing full well that you were born to receive and be love, part of love, one with love. Uncreate, transient, and vaporize across all time, dimension, space, and reality. Everywhere and anywhere, escaping you from knowing that all it is that you truly want is love. You are part of that and one with that and always are with that. Your soul level love, the gratitude of love, to being one with all that love, uncreate, and vaporize across all time, dimension, space, and reality. Now take a deep breath in through your nose, out through your mouth. Yes. And feeling that. Oh, I'd love to have some feedback on her. Um, in the essence of feeling that, you know, that's truly what that's all about. Is uh, the abandonment of Dad and then is God going to take this one away from me too? So there's the trigger uh, yeah, mechanism she, she on that says one. That, yeah. um,
1: she says that after she breathed that a she, she felt before she felt this rock in her stomach but now it's
2: gone. Oh nice. Nice, nice, nice. You know the the stomach right there is the solar plexus which is the portal of emotions and so if you're already feeling that not in your stomach it's the fear and so we just shifted the fear out so that you can live in the love of who you are and the love that you're receiving no more worrying about the fear of it being taken away because you are that love honey good for you thank you for sharing that was awesome yeah thank you Thank you,
1: and let us know how it goes. Um, Terry, you were talking at the beginning about um, love for your physical body, and I, and I think that's. Um, I just had a girlfriend weekend, and and of course the four of us that were there, we were we are very different shapes and sizes and everything, and even. Even the skinny one hated her body. And it was like, oh, my God, we all have issues there. So um, I would love if you would help us all. And I don't know if you can help my group through me, even though they're not here. So any blockages that we all have around our body size, our body uh, image, and the love that we
2: can have for it is released. Yes. You know, that's a really good one because sometimes I find myself getting wrapped up in that vortex too because, you know, every year sends us closer and closer to the end of our life cycle. And as we're living that, our body is responding to that. So I'm finding as I get older, I literally cannot eat any sugar at all. Any sugar will like put a pound on me. And it's the craziest thing, but I'm a small person. And so even though I could gain, you know, three or four pounds, I feel it in my pants. And Mm -hmm. so then I say to myself, oh, my God, what have I done? Look at me. And, you know, and then I find the balance. But then there's some people that feel stuck and they can't get out of the cycle of overeating or not exercising or just feel like they can't get the weight off. They've done everything or doing everything and it won't come off. And so there's a combination of a couple of things, but I do want to focus about loving the body and loving the body as it moves through its cycle of where we were when we were a little baby and where we are today. And so knowing that whatever happens with your body as it's moving, like I said about you know a couple pounds up, a couple pounds down, that I still have to know that am i taking good care of myself and loving myself enough to say okay i can't i can't eat all those sweets or i'm just going to give it a break or i'm going to eat more healthy or anything like that so in the case of uh all of your friends and their different body body um shapes and sizes that what we have a tendency to do, and this is all about the marketing, is compare ourselves to what we thought or what we think perfection is. So I know over the last five years, body image has been shifting and changing in the media and more larger companies are bringing in different types of body shapes and sizes. And then it's now being that you know, we're embracing who we are and not comparing, but we're still having that, you know, that comparison, what I say is love who you are and how your body is, is making you feel, and not on the outside, it's on the inside, so if you find that, like, for instance, I'll get super busy with clients and programs that I'm working with, if it's live, or if I'm flying to a client who wants me to heal them in whatever state they are, that... I get super, super busy and I'm, I'm working energy work for weeks and weeks and I haven't even walked anywhere. I haven't driven my car anywhere. I find that I'm like, I'm tired. My physical body has, has drained itself. And so number one, be aware and mindful of how you are feeling physically. So if you feel tired, what can you do to move that energy, right? It's either simple walking or it's just, changing something so you don't have to take the stairs, take the elevator. If you find that you feel sluggish, drink more water. It's just being more mindful of your body so that it processes things differently. So that's, that's that part because that's the easy one of being mindful. And then allowing yourself to receive and love the person who you are on the inside because everything else can be shifted and changed. You know, we can shift and change any challenges that come up in our body. We can shift and change how our body is, is moving with growing older. We can, I mean, believe me, I am living it. I'm shifting and changing and going, okay, how am I going to change that? <laughs> but it really is to know that whatever comes out of my mouth and what's in my head and as I'm working in service, That, to me, is the most important thing. But when I get up in the morning and I look in the mirror, I love myself so much that that love is like like I'm the whole central sunshine and it's beaming out to others. And so when you're living in that space, there's no void. You're not grabbing something from the outside to pull it in, meaning... I'm satisfied with who I am and where I am. I don't currently have a partner, and I would love to have one. However, right now, it's just not present. So I'm not lonely, and I'm not focusing on what I don't have. I focus on what I do have. So you see how you can easily flip into where your mind is to move the energy toward what it is you want. So that in the case where she, you know, the younger or the 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 one particular size woman didn't like her body, but in your eyes, Claudia, you could have said, "Well, what's the matter with your body? Your body's your body's great." And needless to say, probably that was everybody else too. But in this case, you're like, "What?" And again, no comparison. It's like judging yourself, judging others. Allow yourself to just allow to accept, accept that. You're with those people, you're with them for a reason, you're with them to be with them, and your body has nothing to do with it. You're there. It's mind, body, spirit, right? (laughs) Mm -hmm. You're you're all together as one. So there is where with the other woman that was not pleasantly um, satisfied with her body, even though you told me she seemed to be the small one, that there she had some limiting beliefs wrapped around what she thought she should look like. And there is where when she was addressing that to herself, she was supposed to or could have said, you know, when, how old was I when I felt this way, right? Well, who was <laughs> I with? And why did, when did I feel like this and this no longer serves me? But there are, and I do mention this on our show um, quite often, there are five sentences a person can say to reclaim their own internal power, which is number one, I am an infinite being. We are all infinite. And number two, I reclaim my power. You're doing it this usually when you're judging yourself, judging others, or you have a story in your head you can't get out of. You're reclaiming your power from the emotion that seems to be taking over you, right? And then this no longer serves me is number three. I send it back where it came from. Number four, And number five is thank you. So you're reclaiming your power from the feeling or the story within you. And so in the case of your friend who wasn't really thrilled about how her body was looking, it was what she was perceiving herself as and her limiting belief. And then those five sentences she could have repeated over and over and over again until that story no longer is in her subconscious so that she can come out in whatever she's wearing and feel amazing amazing you know I've seen so many different shapes and sizes and everything and I tell you it's how people put the icing on the cake and I have seen some amazing people with some amazing outfits and hair and styles and skin and and all I all I see in here is what's coming out of their mouth and how they're making me feel (laughs) and from there it's like right? And then if they're triggering me, then I don't have to stand on the line of fire. I just go, okay, nice to meet you. Bye. See, I'm accepting them, but then I don't, if it's, if it feels like that they're judgmental or, or creating, having a feeling that's bubbling up in me, then I need to address it or I need to make sure that I'm not um, within, within judgment or anything like that. And believe me, I'm, I'm all the time doing, I reclaim my power, this no longer serves me, I really, over time, as you do those, you can do it for months and months and months, and you'll find you'll be more accepting to how people drive, people around you. You'll never have to say again, that person should have said X, Y, and Z, because, again, that's judgment. It's whatever that person felt that they needed to based on their limiting beliefs and blocks. So let's go ahead and clear Wrapped around some of the limiting beliefs around your body, your body image, about judgment to yourself or others, about what you think you should be doing and can't do. Delete, delete, delete. Take a deep breath in through your nose, out through your mouth. That was really good. I just heard somebody breathing very heavy. <laughs> so, everywhere and anywhere that's keeping you from knowing you're in love on the inside, you're that big ball of love, that furry ball of love, that soft furry ball of love, that you are perfectly healthy and happy, that you're living in the space of perfectly healthy, happy, that you gravitate toward more healthy end results, more healthy patterns, releasing any old stagnant energy, keeping you from resisting into moving into healthy, happy habits, To lead, to lead, to lead, to lead, to lead across all time, dimension, space, and reality. Everywhere and anywhere that's keeping you from being judgment-free, feeling more accepting and more loving, loving of your own internal body, mind, and spirit, loving your seven planes of the body, shining through, shining big and through, shining bright light, your bright light shining all the way, miles and miles and miles away, that we can all see you clearly, clearly and with love. Uncreate, transient, and vaporize across all time, dimension, space, and reality. Everywhere and anywhere that's keeping you from being perfectly happy and healthy. Perfectly happy and healthy, bouncing around like a little bunny. Feeling happy, feeling with your tribe, connected to your tribe, feeling happy and healthy, creating happy, healthy patterns, living in the happy, healthy patterns, seeing all the happy, healthy patterns. Releasing any old stagnant energy, keeping you from being and living in a happy, healthy pattern. Uncreate, transient and vaporize across all time, dimension, space, and reality. So delete, delete, delete on the vaporize because that got a little stuck. When the words don't come out clear, that means there's some limiting belief wrapped around that. So vaporizing completely anywhere, in any place, and anything, and any time that you don't believe, you can live in a happy, healthy Environment with a happy, healthy pattern and a happy, healthy you with a happy, healthy body. Uncreate transmut vaporize across all time, dimensions, space, and reality. Everywhere and anywhere that's keeping you from knowing you have time, plenty of time, you can nick time, stop time, start time. All is in the nick of time. You have all the time and all the time and more. You are the time, the time keeper. You are the keeper of the time. You are melding with time, one with time, all that time and more. Uncreate, to vaporize across all time, dimension, space, and reality. It's starting to pick up some people were feeling like, well, you know, I wish I had time to go to the gym. Or, oh, I wish I had time to eat more healthy because I had to go to the grocery store more often. Or, oh, I wish I had time. Delete, 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 delete. You are time. We are time. There's plenty of time. There's plenty of time for all that and more. What happened, I realized that was I was on the spiritual journey and I was um, doing a nine-to-five job, and I was around the same type with all the deadlines saying, oh, my God, I'm running out of time, I don't have time, I'm not going to make it at this time, blah, 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 blah. Delete, delete, delete. Because it all sounds like a Charlie Brown show. Wah, 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 right? And then when you find that you let go of the pressures within your mind, of that oh I'm running out of time and you let go of that space, right, of that you're holding going, Oh, I gotta hurry up that you find that you always have plenty of time, that you do make it, and that everything all works out. So let's say for some unknown reason you work, 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 and then it's just right at the at that deadline. Ninety nine percent of the time we all make our deadlines. But let's say we didn't. Let's say we didn't um, submit our resume in time and somebody else got the job. Or let's say something else was supposed to be done and we didn't meet the deadline. So there's a moment, reflect back. There's a couple of things you can ask yourself. Am I sabotaging myself? Are there limiting beliefs wrapped around meeting these deadlines? Do I really want to do this? Am I happy and whole and it's a part of me that I want to do this? Because, you know, you'll really see that if you really don't want to do it, then you start dragging your feet, and then you start procrastinating, and it's still sitting in the corner to be done. So where is it that you're finding that you're resisting all of that to, to be part of that time? Because we always end up having all the time in the world when it's something that we really, really want, really is, and moving into it. So everywhere and anywhere that's keeping you from knowing clearly and profoundly what you want and what you don't want, what you see and what you don't see, knowing you move into it or you don't move into it. That everything and every decision, you're perfectly fine in letting go of the end results and accepting how it all turns out, knowing that everything turns out just the way it's supposed to. To be, uncreate, transmute and vaporize across all time, dimension, space, and reality. Ooh, how do you feel on that one, Claudia? (laughs) To to me, you know, it has
1: to do with also deserving the time. um, Because sometimes we feel anything else is more important than us. So if it takes you an extra ten minutes of effort to prepare a good meal for yourself, because nobody's coming home but you, we deserve that. We that that extra effort, that extra
2: time, that extra whatever
1: means loving yourself.
2: You know, I'm glad you're you're mentioning that about food and making certain things and stuff because. You know, I've, I live and currently live in the present state of where people want to be, meaning happy, abundant, uh, in manifesting, and fun and adventure. I, I live this exact truth as I speak it. However, I remember as I went from going from being a meat eater to a vegetarian, I remember – trying to find more time to do things and balance out single mom and, you know, building my um, practice and writing my book and all these things that take a lot of time. And I remember how I went from the meat eater to the vegetarian and it didn't and what, what over what happens is that we get overwhelmed in the thought of going, Oh, I got to change everything. I got to, you know cook a different way now and I have other family members because at the time I was still with my partner and our two girls and I decided I wanted to be a vegetarian because I was struggling most of my life as I realized that meat didn't process properly for me I'm tiny and then I constantly always had like I call it a joey like a joey is a baby kangaroo so the little pouch (laughs) always had the little joey right there and I'm like man I'm 105 pounds, and I still had this little Joey. And I could work my head off at the gym, and I'd still have it. And I realized over time, meat and I just don't work well together. And when I stopped eating meat, a lot of that changed. My physical body changed, and I I just knew inside. Sometimes you don't have to fight it, just step into what you already know. But when I went from eating the meat and then the vegetarian, what I found was that, you know, I'd still cook with everybody, I'd still have the food, but then I'd just eat the sides. So when you're stepping into making some drastic changes in your life, don't look at it as you have to climb the mountain in, you know, 10 days. You can take the baby steps to climb the mountain until you get to the top of the mountain, and then you've mastered it. So what I stopped with the first list of red meat. And I still had ground beef at the end. So then I stopped with the ground beef. And I still had chicken and turkey. Then I stopped with turkey. Then I stopped with chicken. And then I stopped with seafood. So, but that was a process. And so I want everyone to know that even though I'm clearing these things and you're, you are the time, it does, you are part of time, that whatever it is you truly want, take baby steps. By taking baby steps allows you to move into the energy of the end result. So if you want to be more intuitive, then start going to some meetups or listening to more of these shows or telesummits or taking an intuitive development course or in- into it. By sitting back and randomly listening and, and then saying, oh, nothing is working for me, you're really not taking guided action. So allowing yourself to say, hey, baby steps are for me. I'm constantly taking baby steps, and I'm getting to the end result. So in that case, yes, healthy lifestyle, happy lifestyle. You have plenty of time. It's just um, it doesn't all have to be done at the same time. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, you
1: know,
2: and
1: if you think, if you you. Ask yourself, how much time do you have for yourself to become your greatest self? Endless. You don't have. You, we don't have any amount of time set on stone that we have to become who we are by noon. No, it's endless. We there's no. It's endless, and if you believe in other lives, then it's endless, endless
2: that's right and then um, again that's letting go of the end result um, mm-hmm. you know I, I when I work with people I do share stories so that they can understand and relate that I'm still just like you so when I do bring up my own personal story or some of my clients that you can see that I am working through things or I have worked through things just like you may be working through things I've worked through the struggle and pain of a 14 year relationship, the spiritual journey, writing my book. I thought I was going to have my book written and done and published in less than a year. It took me two years. And now finally I'm getting it on Amazon, which has been taking me a little bit. But I'm saying these things because when I started focusing on hurry up, got to do it, hurry up, got to get that, you know, unless, you know, people need a book and people need a course and people need this. And Then I realized that I was putting my own brakes on because I was pushing things much quicker than they needed to. I was pushing to expect things to happen and things will happen in the way that they're supposed to and how they're supposed to. So when you trust more of that, you set your intent, you still take action, you still take guided action. So when signs are in front of you or, you know, like, You could have heard about this show from Facebook. So you took guided action to be on it, to call in, or to listen from your computer because you saw it. You said, oh, I would like to do that. You took guided action. That's what guided action is. You saw it. You took action upon it. And so knowing that within yourself, if there's things that you're struggling with, reflect upon it see the emotion, feel the emotion, no longer serves you, holding you down, let it go, what's next? And to chisel it away. If you constantly chisel away the limiting beliefs that are holding you back, you will be floating like a cloud, your life will be more fun and adventurous, you will have less judgment, you will have more laughter and more abundance. When you're trusting and knowing that everything around you is supporting you, Just like the one woman with um, her fear of stepping into the love with her fiance and accepting it. And her fear was all about abandonment and feeling like it could be taken away from her. So in this case, that's just a limiting belief. And in whatever cases that are showing up and present for you, those could be your limiting beliefs that are showing themselves present for you. Yeah, similar also, Claudia, like the girl you were talking about on the beach, right? Yeah, and thank you. So
1: every month we go to a different area, but that doesn't mean that it's only for that area. And that's what I want our listeners and everyone that replays this is the blockages are released for many other areas that we don't even know. So next month, join us in... July 13, and we're going to uh, release Tear Down the Wolves That Caged You. So join Terry, Christine, and I as we tear down the wolves that cage you and start thinking, what does living inside of a cage mean to you? And how much freedom can you have after the cage is teared down? Thank you, Terry, for being here with us. And thank you, everybody, for listening. And we're going to say goodbye with that. And Terry, let us know your last words before we play our exiting
2: song. Awesome. Well, thank you, everyone, for investing in your time and your energy, your love and support, because without you there would be no me, so I trust and honor all of that and you. So thank you again, Claudia, and for, for being here. And also don't forget we do offer special offers to the listeners just through Seaview. If you go to the Seaview uh, page, the the website and the landing page, you'll find a special offer of a package that I'm offering just for the listeners. So again, it's a special one. It's not found on my website, won't be found on my website. Um, so take a look at that. The recordings to help you clear about doubt and Uh, waiting that's W A I T and the energy of W E I G H T is the same. So I'll clear all the limiting beliefs wrapped around that. And I also clear about love and and fresh ideas and I mean there's there's about nine, I think, right? Four, five, six, seven. I think there's seven or nine. Whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I know, I I, it's it's funny, I have to go back and look at, but there are recordings with energy clearings in them. And within them, even though it's a recording, it still works. So it's just as good live as it is as a recording. So don't forget to grab your package, listen to it, and clear all of the limiting beliefs wrapped around many of those topics also. I've been doing this for over 11 years now, and people do get profound uh, results out of my work. So thank you again. I look forward to seeing you on the second Tuesday of the month. And let's shift out and clear anything that's keeping you caged in for July. Thank you, babe. I love you.
1: Thank you, everybody. And goodbye.